<laughs> that's that's we're, that's another podcast that we're all gonna do with you. What's wrong, Seth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to this week on What's Wrong, Seth. I actually, at some point, I did think about having a manuscript of poems titled What's Wrong. Yeah. That would be hot. What are you thinking? Pretty good title. Um, (laughs) What's wrong? uh, Hey, hey, are you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Hey, uh, welcome to the dungeon. How's it going? Pretty good. Good See y'all. Nice to see you, people. Very nice to see you, people. So uh, good. F- Natalie is here. Natalie, I'm here. Hi, Natalie. Natalie, Natalie is here. Um, oh. and we watched Natalie. I feel like you kind of chose the movie this week. We sort of we sort of cleared out for Natalie here. Well, I didn't. Cho- I think you chose Jennifer's body. No. Oh, I chose Jennifer's body. Okay, you chose the other. Oh two. yeah, so, no, I, yeah, I we, did. Had, we had seen that it was that maybe it had come out. It was on Criterion, yeah, 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 where we could all watch it together. Okay, so our three movies are, as Natalie just said, one of them is Jennifer's Body, uh, Karen Kusama's two thousand nine movie, and then the other two are uh, the Joy Luck Club, Wayne Wang's movie from nineteen ninety three, and then Di- Diary of a Mad Housewife from nineteen seventy. So those are our three things that we've got uh the, are the three balls we're juggling this week um and i know natalie has like 600 pages of notes ready to go so i'm what, what do you want to talk about first natalie well most of my notes are about jennifer's body and joy luck club i mm, only have mm-hmm. one thing that i wrote about mad housewife mm, what, oh, what, that's interesting what's the one thing is a dungeon <laughs> <laughs> Is a dungeon. Is a dungeon. Is a dungeon. Good. Good. Josh did not see you did. Yeah, maybe I. I, I we didn't. Uh, I saw that alone, and yeah, maybe we don't have to go to that one first. Diary of a Mad so, Housewife. Oh, absolutely fucking brutal. Uh, crushing brutal credits of any movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Yes, I was thinking I about how Natalie just somehow in in. Uh, ensnares me in these dungeons in ways that, like, <laughs> that Eric's and Seth's choices. I mean, just it's just different. The levels of my yeah tears and pain that these things put me through. The thickness uh, of the these. snares. The thickness I of mean, the snares. These really like launch into your spirit. You know, they're really they're deep dungeons. Mm-hmm. So I admire you, Natalie, and thank you. Yeah. Again. Yeah. This is some Brutal. fearless dungeoning, I gotta say. <laughs> I'm always happy to brutalize. It's brutalize amazing. Guys. No, I'm just saying it is incredible. So, but anyway, so no. Uh, Madhouse, Madhouse wife was intensely painful to watch and a horrible lens <laughs> for me to have to. Wait, can I bring something up about that movie? Um, yes. So, you know, like, I think I've talked about on here my whole thing about, like, how I don't understand what... Sometimes I feel like I don't understand what good acting is. Like, I I sort of, like, know it when I see it, but it's, like, I don't know what... Anyway, what's the guy's name? What's his name? Something Benjamin? Richard Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin. He is incredible in that movie. Like, just the most loathsome... um, One of the most loathsome characters I've ever experienced in a movie 
and there, there's just no way he a person like that's just uh, to me. I was I just kept thinking while I was watching it, like this must be good acting. Like you you can't be this loathsome. Like there's there's no way to like, it's like other than to like other than to like completely inhabit this nightmare. I, I can't think of it. Yeah, I was going to say an, an openness, like a, and a receptivity <laughs> to yes. something really nasty about mm-hmm. all of us. And it is definitely got, it's got to be honest. And what, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, no, it's not a husband and wife writing. No, I can't oh, remember. I, I can't remember. It is. Wrote. It is. It's like the writer and the director are like, are, are married. Yeah. So it's really interesting. The, the lens and it, it is very honestly, I think written from, you know, by that writer and, and then honestly tried to, you know, capture, mm-hmm. uh, by the spouse who's the director, which is really interesting in the movie mm-hmm. to another nice dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like directing force. It's like one one partner like writes force majeure and the other person directs force majeure mm. and they both like star in it and like it's. Oh my wait, god! Wait, Natalie, have you seen Force Majeure? No. Oh, you should watch oh, it. Okay, That's... it's a deep, it's a deep dark hole. It's a good. Solo. I don't know if I can watch it without your support. I was gonna say, we'll just maybe we'll just come back around to it. Yeah, we might have to come back around time. to it. And uh, yeah, but no, similar, painful, and like in, in, in an ensnarement in mm-hmm. each other in the relationship that we have with each other, and like just an mm-hmm. inability to kind of pull, I guess, like to switch gears or ch- or switch tracks or whatever it is. Oh, um, and like I've shared with you all before, you know, just my frustration of you know, no matter no matter what the intent is the the decision points that are made you know just always end up kind of being off just off enough that the result is just never you know quite what what i'm what i'm aiming for are you talking about life now yeah life yeah of yeah, course yeah, okay. life yes yeah that was yeah, again the pain of mad housewife of the of the mad housewife well um, well maybe Maybe this maybe this nuzzles us into Joy Luck Cobbling and, <laughs> and Jennifer's oh body because like I was thinking about what you just said about the inability to switch tracks, kind of like the inability to um like uh what's the word? Mm. Like when mm. you're in, when the horror any, of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, yeah. and like when any relationship in your life, whether it's like family or friends or romantic or whatever, is like is on the wrong track the um the sort of like nightmare of trying to fix it and wondering if you can fix it and thinking about the um like the magic that has to happen for you to fix it like mm-hmm. there's that scene in the uh in, at the salon in Joy Luck Club where mm-hmm. um with Auntie Lindo and her daughter whose name I can't remember um Waverly, yeah, a- Waver- and wow. Waverly have their moment of like breakthrough with each other um, oh, in the I, mirror, in the mirror, looking, looking in the mirror, looking not at each other. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, ooh. okay. Yeah. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like just okay. that. That. Um, okay. The the breath of relief I got from that from that moment, like the the ability to see each other briefly, felt like mm. man, oh. it hit hit me hard. Hit me hard. That's. I speaking of uh, hit being hit hard. I mean, I. Was telling y'all, I think I have never 
cross. We were just saying, like, <laughs> uh, in, I was saying before in Paris, Texas, that there were like these two distinct times that I might have cried, like, and that that was profound. I mean, it's like there were six or seven shredding. Yeah. I mean, just oh I, and there were t- and I I would be watching. I watched in multiple venues. Cried in the car watching. I cried, you know, uh, after putting the sun to bed, and I would turn it off. I knew I just, I, I was like, this was ridiculous. I, I am clearly just exhausted by this thing, and then put it back on, and immediately just crying again, like wherever I had cut it. So it was just, um, yeah. yeah. Natalie, yeah. Natalie, did it carve I, I believe, you up? I believe that. I mean, I feel like it's just such a – Joyla Club is a movie – like so much of it feels like about seeking and 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 wanting and like mm-hmm. very clearly saying, I don't think I'm good enough or like mm-hmm. you're saying I'm not good enough, you know. But watching it now, I hadn't seen it in a really long time even though I, I think about that scene – where the pearl necklace gets smashed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, to to yeah. show like just how fake everyone in who was that? I think that was uh, on May, Auntie on May, right? Yeah, I think um, that might have been the on May. Rose's story, yeah. mom, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, seeing it now as like an adult, it it was oh. gut wrenching mm-hmm. in a way that. I always, I mean, I definitely cried watching that movie as a kid, but for different reasons. Because I think I identified with the little girls more, like in the flashbacks. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, but now it's it's their dynamics. Yeah. I mean, I was curious as a daughter, as a mother, how you might, you know, how that, how those layers get laid on. And it was so easy for me to selfishly, you know, look through my look at it my way too when i was watching but i know it uh it's just and it doesn't belong i i don't know what i thought the movie was before i saw it but it's profoundly like personal to me too mm-hmm. for whatever reason so again thank you for letting me i believe it letting <laughs> me see it i was wondering if there's going to be a point in this episode where we were all just crying thank you <laughs> It feels like we're headed there. Well, uh, yeah, it, I'm ready. That movie has all the things. Like the things that get me are like, um, are it, the things that get me the most are family and time. Yeah, and mm. and and Joy Luck Club is just like bubble burbling and bubbling with, uh, mm. like the 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 horror of time and the um the beauty of family the like the beautiful possibilities of family as it extends out but also the the horror of family i mean like there are one thing that movie is so good at is like um making you think about there are moments in life uh at least for me i don't know but for the rest of you where like there's lots of moments where you're failing at something and you don't know that you're failing but then there are some moments where you are in the moment like failing and know that you're failing and i kept (laughs) like especially in like areas of like kind like can you muster up the kindness when to like with the people you love when you're Mm. in a bad mood or Mm. whatever and like this movie just made me think so much about like there are moments where these characters are being like willfully mean to each other even though they love each other so much and and like what it takes to break through that it was just like shredding (laughs) oh that's such a good 
meditative way of thinking about that movie. <laughs> like that it's basically a practice in accessing your higher power and yeah. asking to like shift into that higher power gear and how hard that is, especially yeah. like with parents and how triggering, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys find mm-hmm. like bo- both the love parents are beloved and parents as like so triggering. Yeah. Yeah. That was maybe, yeah, maybe I should have used the word triggered when I, when I said cried horribly, you know, six times watching uh, joy luck because like, and yeah, just like your my own, yeah, your my own mother refracted through you get to, it's like, it's like choose your mother, you know, and, and yeah. while you're watching and choose your friends and uh, which, which asshole am I, you know, and, and could I be the watermelon man for, for any of you? You know, it's like all, all of the questions. Um, oh my God. All of the dungeons, <laughs> all of the dungeons laid down. Oh man. Uh, but and I think also like the way that isn't it kind of like kind of it's kind of cut where it kind of goes back and forth like between it is just like constantly yeah it's just like this oh uh, what's the <laughs> what's that kind of workout where you have to <laughs> that intensity workout it's an interval training of, of family dungeons and it's and, the uh, it's the Krav Maga of Oh video stores there would just be like a whole interval training slash family trauma <laughs> section it's like a like, chronological trouble <laughs> horrors i mean uh or, or like an escape room where you had to literally solve all these puzzles of your own family exactly, that's to yeah. get out yeah I wrote down like, you know, it's like each person was a, is like a maze or whatever I had written down. And I'm thinking, yes. but it ends up, it's just like, it ends up always just being kind of about ourselves. And like, you, you know, you kind of get down to like, just kind of through these people who, who are mm-hmm. so complex, ultimately just kind of saying like, oh shit, I see something m- more deeply about myself. And, but I guess that's just the fucking part, you know, the, the, the exercise over and over. That's the interval. That's the, that's the, the station that I'm at. And, yeah. uh, but it just like was perfect timing to kind of see this movie right now, you know, and I guess it's always perfect timing because of the way that it's, you know, pieced together for us. And, uh, and, uh, and like yearning for mothers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, well, I mean, no, yes. Seth. Well, I was just going to say like that, um, the inability to switch tracks thing, like I think that is sort of what's going on in all these, like in Jennifer's body too. To me, that one's it's about oh, friendship, right? It's yeah. like that there the, the the friendship you have. Like it sort of seems like it's the first friendship of both of their lives, and like that really, it's like a movie about growing apart, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. And like, at what point do you allow yourself the freedom to? To like to be done with the the friend who's like a nightmare to you at Whoa. that point, and like they're both they both are that way sort of. But what what does she say at the very end of the movie where um when she's in prison she's like she talks about like be, like like coming into this like superpower basically. It, it just like oh yeah, um, yeah it's like in losing everything she's like becomes like completely self actualized kind of right and. I- 
there's a way in which the toxicity of that mirrors the toxicity of mad housewife. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the difference is that, you know, mm. that the main female character in that isn't able to gain that superpower. Like she kind yeah. of goes back to, you know, her role. I would say like Jennifer and the husband have a lot in common. They're just like such assholes that you don't want to be around. Wait, I was just thinking though, is, is Franklin Jella's character secretly a bigger asshole? Oh, he's troubling. He's, he's really like, He's kind of like altered state style dungeon, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like meta dungeon kind of. No, you're uh, right. He's the like same kind of dick that men. William Hurt is in altered states. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. The handsome, yeah. handsome prick. Yeah, and also this sort of like, you know, this like faux intellectual sophistication, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. you know, the, the, like floating your feelings out, but then like only turning things inward eventually like you know positioning things in this weird way like William Hurt does and I mean it it, it really is like um, yeah and that that those are kind of presented as the two options that Jane is it Jane that that she has right. you know in 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 life yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just like what an what an awful you know a, a false uh a, what whatever the phrase is you know just just a, a, a uh a true dilemma you know not not to, to to, to be stuck again on on these tracks with with these relationships that that aren't meaningful aren't meaningful um, who i'm oh, sorry but the daughters are awful too in that in that movie mm-hmm. like the toxicity of how they pick up the way the dad you know oh, yeah. talks like the uh, way that they yes. talk to her i thought that was such a real i feel yeah, like i hurt. have I have witnessed that. I've experienced mm-hmm. that. Like kids mm-hmm. really pick up like what mm-hmm. you're doing and how you're doing it. And they show you. Yeah, they show you. They show you. Yeah. yeah. And. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No, it's true. Oh, man. It's true. I forgot about the little kids. Is there, is there, is there more? Is that the, just the, the one scene with them? Is it? Yeah. It's just kind of brief. Well, there's a, there's a few. There's, there's a, a few. couple. Okay. There's a okay. couple, but they're very short, but they're yeah. like brutal. And she, you know, and Jane never says anything. Like, she's just like. Oh. She says once, w- once late in the movie, she's like, you, you've like, I forget how she says it, but she's like, you've turned my daughters against me or like, mm-hmm. um, they th- or they think I'm ridiculous or I can't remember how she puts yeah. it. But, um, and that Jane, again, you know, this, uh, talk about grace, you know, the, 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 the way that she could navigate the the few choices that she might have um uh, and the way that she does yeah is pretty amazing i mean it really is kind of just a showcase for her and, and i guess that's the the bright side of the movie in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um wait i but, think her yeah. name is tina isn't her oh is it tina? tina no no why am i saying yeah who's we Jane? started saying Jane, no but because i'm just thinking of that scene where they have the flu and but George? Oh yeah. Teen. Hey teen. 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 Uh, uh, but like, that's what I that's what I want and the lemonade. I want the lemonade with the crushed ice, not the the chip ice, whatever. <laughs> like I mean, I kind of no, want that. It's just a but young and they're it's just ch- children. The t- t- big big ma- male children. Mm-hmm. Um it, well, it's this a, is you know a zoo. 
this is what I wanted to ask. Who is of all the um, of all the people we come across in these three movies? Who is the best partner? Ooh. Exactly. Like the the partner you that you like. Is there a partner in any of these movies that you could stomach? Um, it's maybe I don't know. Maybe the boyfriend in Jennifer's body. That's, but that's the only one know? that comes oh, yeah. to mind for me. Chip. Yeah, 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 Chip. Yeah. But even Chip, He's like, betrays what he knows <laughs> is true. Like, like he knows that what Jennifer is saying to him is bullshit at the end, and he does it anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, that's on his track. Yeah, yeah. Like even Chip sort of like betrays himself in in mm. like a kind of heartbreaking mm-hmm. way. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's 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 in a different place than like Frank Langella, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you all about is like the opening of some of these movies. Like I don't uh, like I watched Jennifer's Body like a while ago, but I remember yeah. being like kind of immensely like like it escalates so much in the first 10 minutes but i was mm. thinking about like um the diary or, or what, what is it is it diary of a mad puzzler um, i think yeah. so yeah 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 Yeah, like so the way that like we wake up into this ongoing emotional abuse and then we sort of see, you know it's like there's like you know i it feels like a really long time where it's just like him talking and being annoying but he's clearly doing it for both to be like witnessed by her and also to like try to control her and not give her like a fucking second to herself, you know? Mm -hmm. And just like, and then immediately like not even giving her a chance to receive. Yeah. It's definitely like zero zero dark 30 is like what is happening there. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking about that as like a way of like um, kind of narrating walking into like um anxiety or depression states when you wake mm. up in the morning like if you're in a period of life where like even separate from a relationship stuff but <sighs> that that like fuzzy period of coming mm. into consciousness and then sort of reminding yourself of all the ways in which you sort of like like constructing your miserableness from the origins yeah. of your awareness you know oh like every God. day and the kind of weight of that is what makes her so like tired and so like stoic but not stoic, you know, you sort of see her like on the verge of like, she's so, um, I don't know, she's so, all, like he asks her the question, like, like, how are you so tired every time? Right. Like, and, and you've been awake for like six seconds or yeah, whatever. And it's oh like, we're seeing that right there. Like he's demonstrating the fact that like, I think a lot of us like wake up or have at different points in our life, like had that internal voice, but thinking about having that as an external voice that's like right fucking there too yeah, yeah. is like real rough. Um, mm. But I mean, you, you can sort of see the origin of, of um, just how people are like, just what a kind of mental loop that would create. When you wake up every day and somebody's like, da, 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 you're too skinny. Look at, you know, like your hair is a mess, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Wait, hey, Baus, your audio keeps like like going out a little bit and then coming back. Like it gets like really quiet and then it's oh, really? again. Just like it only happened a couple of times, but like it feels like it's something you must be like, are you like covering the microphone sometimes or? Like, no, are you able to hear me right now? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but once in a while it gets like a little muffled. Oh, okay. All right. I'll yeah, just. It sounds good now. Were you yeah. able to hear me before? Like, Most of it. 
Okay. Most, okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm not sure why it's happening. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Okay. Uh, Eric, wait, but what you were saying also, I just wanted to say that it's also, you know, abuse like that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Like, like we're, you know, yeah. it's like a gradual descent. Mm-hmm. So to think of like how long, you know, like how long, like how he like literally has been just chipping away at her yeah. to the yeah. point where yeah. Yeah. that kind of dialogue is just totally like a part of her day-to-day life and not. Yeah. Like there's no, like there's, it's like she can't speak back to it because there's like, that doesn't even register as like particularly right. like alarming, you know, mm-hmm. or like, um, I mean, it would yeah. be like such a dungeon to sort of see like the trajectory of that where like at one point where it would be more of a conversation before it was a monologue or maybe it was always right. a monologue with this dude. I can't imagine him like having this, like, <laughs> you know, no. Like, yeah, you're right. What do you think about the specificity of his requests and like all the what things he wants? Well, like you're saying, I guess you're saying, like, or like Eric was saying, you know, from from the, the moment you're awake to the, it's just like, and the constraint, you know, the 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 that there are that many steps that keep you from. It reminds me, it's like the Christmas story uh, of the mom that could never sit down to have the meal because the kids right. are always asking for something and the husband always needs something and the person can never have a moment of sol- of solace. Yeah, and. Uh, but to see the the, the level of uh, of dungeon, you know, of uh, of bars, you know, put put down uh, there, there's just kind yeah. of no escaping. Right. But, and it, otherwise, you know, to say no would makes you look like the asshole, you know. So you become that's the mart, uh, not the martyr, but you take mm-hmm. on you take on this tremendous labor, emotional labor, of yeah. sex for someone else. What about like thinking about that with, is it Rose from um, Joy Luck Club looking at my diagram here? Um, <laughs> I love your diagram. Right? Isn't There's Rose a lot of characters. Too, oh. Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, Andrew McCarthy. Let's oh, talk about like Andrew that, McCarthy. What, that was such a weird dynamic that yeah. he was sort of like, I didn't believe that also. What do you mean? Say what you didn't believe. I just felt like it was giving him too much of a pass that he was this like upstanding, wonderful husband who wanted her to have a voice and she lost her voice because, you know, that whole mm-hmm. idea. Of I want to know what you want. Tell me what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that she kept doing that and he sort of just accepted that to the point where she really didn't know what she wanted. Yeah. But isn't know. this just about the fact that we like lug, we're like lugging all this crap ar- like a- around with us? And so, like, for when those two people come together in that movie, like, she's dealing with this whole history of like, of um, like her relationship with her mom and feeling like never good enough, maybe in some way, or like, um, like letting, like, that you're letting someone down in some way all the time. And then his like, his situation with his family, which is like this like utter privilege that he seems to be like fighting against, but like doesn't really know how to fight against. And so it just feels like those two people are like destined. I, I, I was actually really moved by that part of the movie that in the way that like those two people seem sort of like 
perfectly mm. calibrated to like to be able to fall in love with each other and then to be completely mm. ill-equipped to like how to deal with each other yeah. like to be able to meet each other at all yeah those co-equal like or co like that just um I don't repellent know. you know repellent of each other ma magnetized and uh, against each other you know in a, in a way yeah they're, they're it's a, like a horrible mirror funhouse off kind of yeah, thing. yeah 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 or like one of those twins that siphons off all the nutrition from the other twin yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's like part of the backstory is that they both were actually twins but the other twin didn't horrible twins but yeah <laughs> That's that's Eric watching. Uh, you were watching um, Flowers in the Attic, right? That's oh, a wonderful man. sibling love story. I had no idea what to expect. I just I had shelved that book a bunch, working at like books, you know, working at um like you know little like local libraries in Indiana, like a million times. And I was just like, what is this? Like, I, like, but like everyone I knew had like known about that. That it's like such a it's such a dungeon, but it's, oh, it that. felt like, it felt like it was speaking to some of these movies too, because it's about like, it's like, it's like t instead of a dungeon, it's like forcing kids to be hiders in their own house sort of, or, <laughs> you know, and then uh, just thinking about the like slow poisoning of, of some of the, like the characters and how that's kind of like what's happening in a lot of these other movies. It's like this like slow emotional yeah. poisoning that can be like, yes. that it's at a scale that's like imperceptible. I mean, it's like that yes. what like dying imperceptibly we talked yeah. about with the bright star thing, you know, yeah. It's like yeah. a lot, there's a lot of dying imperceptibly in these movies. You know? Yes, uh, absolutely. There's a great, do you guys know the, do you guys know the weird, Al, the weird Al song? You don't love me anymore. It's like one of his originals. No. Anyway, there's this line in You Don't Love Me Anymore where he's like, I even think it's kind of cute the way you poison my coffee just a little each day. <laughs> and I don't like, I mean, this the song is like a joke about like the horrible things people like that you Phantom could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just, yeah, the idea of being like imperceptibly poisoned is like, that feels so right to these movies actually to like Absolutely. really, really to all three of the movies. I hadn't thought of that as, as like a connection, but um, yeah. Imperceptibly poisoned. Ew. Yeah. Well, and then uh, we're like kind of like with Jennifer, like I kind of actually really liked her when she just embraces the evil, you know, yeah, or when yeah. mm -hmm. like, I like the way that their tone in their friendship extends to like the casualness of like killing people but it also felt like it was just part of like a t like kind of a teenage brain yes. yeah it's like, the other part of the bargain it's the other part of the it's the part of the bargain you know of the male gaze you know is that you, you might get you're gonna get eat you know yeah i I also not to bring not this is my favorite landman quote not to bring in another text but i was thinking about uh Destroyer, the another Karen Kusama movie, which mm -hmm. I like, which I want to put on the docket here. But yeah, like, it's a lot it. like Jennifer's body in terms of like, you know, some of the just the feeling of it. You know, it's like a, um, it's such a different kind of dungeon. But there's a um, a kind of jubilant violence in her movies. You know, mm. where there's like a lot of things where you expect that it's going to be real nuanced, and then like the fucking Kool-Aid man bursts through the wall, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. 
and I kind of respect that in 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 like the tone of a movie like this, you would expect it, but like in some of the other stuff that she did, like um, you know, um, she was like the Ian Fleischer, I think, too. And, you know, it's just the the way in which she's always like deferring to just like really extreme shifts, you know, yeah, and, like yeah. explosions and and like characters who are just like completely okay. Um, kicking into the door and shooting indiscriminately, basically. Mm. You know? hmm. Kind of True. along those lines, I, I had this thought that I wish we had also watched Carrie this week. Huh. For this no. week. Yeah. I could have seen like taking out Joel or leaving, leaving it in, but like having Jennifer's body, Diary of a Mad Housewife, and Carrie just to talk about that like female. Yeah. No, and, and draw a club could have stayed. No, but you're right. But like, I, I mean, just, I don't know. Each dungeon should be a film festival rather than three <laughs> movies now. You really yeah. do need to have like a gradation of like 10 movies yeah. to like, you know. That's true. Yeah, we're not doing enough here. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Well, it just, Jennifer's body was so reminiscent to me of like that, like what you were saying, Eric, about that teenage brain, like that, you know, like Mm -hmm. that, and toxic relationships, like toxic friendships, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, I guess also like I... Was it ninety seven? What what year was this? I know. Oh, I'm sorry. It's two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, I'm yeah, like way off. Yeah. But I guess the and it's also just like it made me think of like the kind of the Britney Spears thing mm-hmm. and like just the the way what the this obsession that I, I guess Megan Fox at the time or was at the peak of her powers or whatever like the Maxim thing and just the, that whole Maxim generation of yeah, yeah. college thing and and the male yeah what that what the other side of that was and that she could have the fun of turning that you know of flipping the the script on that in the movie Mm -hmm. was such a nice opportunity for her and she absolutely fucking slays oh my god yeah the role um but yeah it was just kind of cool to kind of see that flipping it on, on the culture too or on and, mm-hmm. and we and we never go anywhere, you know, that this is the same shit, you know, but uh, or maybe that we make slight progress, but it's um, this weird marker in time for Megan Fox, you know, Megan Fox. And, and <laughs> I, I have two. Is, I have two questions. Yeah. Um, one. What did you guys think about that part of the movie where they're like, we, nobody knows where like they keep dumping all these objects in, but nobody knows where they come out. Yeah. With the only Baba. I mean, right. Cor- yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, it is. A, I hadn't thought about Onibaba. With Wait, the, where are they dumping the objects? Well, that At whirlwind. One, that like yeah. uh, not whirlwind. By like the the, the yeah the like oh yeah. The vortex. And then at the end, she realizes they come out at this place. And then does she get in the car with Freddy Krueger? <laughs> at the end of that Wait, movie. What? Is, oh, at the end is of that, that movie. the actor who plays Freddy Krueger? It's, I it's think it dude. is. Yeah. Is does is that who plays Robert Freddy Krueger? No, it's Lance Hendrickson, right? It's the guy from uh it's the guy from uh Aliens? Yeah, from Alien and like um what else? Oh yeah. From yeah, from Aliens, yeah. And a million other movies. Why can't I, I think of what in No, I mean, Wait, but what? no, but another I think he's from In Near Dark and Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Near Dark. I mean, yeah. 
but yeah, it's uh, him. but yeah, another another like this weird figure, but but like part of the pantheon or part, uh, and it's kind of like, well, what is the yeah the role of the horror movie? Like Yon said, like all of these are kind of hor- horrors in in a way, and they're oh, kind of yeah. like, what's that role in our society or, or for us uh, at the movies? And I, I'm becoming more and more attracted to horror as in in general. And I'm still struggling with it so much, but I, it has been occurring to me recently that horror movies have all the best ideas. Like, yeah, they just uh, they really like get into exploring an idea like. Um, yeah, to its know. to the to its ends. Yeah. To, yeah. To, yeah. To the ends. Fully. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, all these experiments, you can kind of get to see all of the the run throughs of, of certain like trains, trains of thought. So uh, but. But it, yeah, and I guess in Jennifer's body, too, I mean, I you see this inevitability to, to what's going on or, I mean, or she, and it's like this Cassandra thing. Like she's trying to say, you know, she's trying to need, he's trying to say what she knows is going to happen. And I don't know how that ties in with what we were saying, but it reminded, <laughs> but it reminded me of like, you know, that kind of process. And again, mm-hmm. the, it makes me think of Joy Luck Club too, of the parents and the daughters and all of the, all of the hoping for the progress, you know, that, that, that she might be better than me. And, at the same mm. time, like maybe, maybe the distance is not, it's just measured different. Like the metrics on these things, the metrics on ourselves and on our relationships with each other and on our children and our parents and whatever, you know, it's like, if we change the metrics, it, it changes that whole, the, the outcome, but you know, the result yeah. is, is yeah, kind of, yeah. is, is, uh, is different. And, uh, but the, the cruel metrics they might, that they might put on that we might put on other people uh, or on you know, people in our family. It's just, uh, it's tough to kind of have to think about. Hope, hope is a kind of like terrifying violence in a way, like, um, or like putting hope onto other people mm. or the, or like, um, trying to muster up hope like in the face of disappointment kind of like these things are like hope really is like, it's a great thing to talk about with horror movies because it's like in a horror movie, the thing that happens is like, is like there's this looming danger and you open yourself up to the danger and then suddenly it's attacking you. And that's like basically what hope does to like, it keeps us alive, but it also like opens us up to like these horrible disappointments that, that feel sort of like, traumatic in a violent way almost well that's like what happened with his body right she's like hopeful that like this like cool band or whatever you know that yeah. like aspiration beyond to like sort of somehow live beyond the like provincialism of wherever you're from and connect to something is yeah. like she's like hopeful and then i actually kind of didn't um i i didn't like when she was mean to me but I thought that like they had kind of a kind of a decent friendship for part of it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I did, yeah. No, they did. You know, and I, like I actually like it. I don't know. And but the other thing I was thinking is like you know, as we're kind of talking about their names, thinking about um, like Tina being called like clean and like uh, <laughs> her being called like needy, and the way in which oh, it's yeah. sort of like Ooh. it's very similar, like that low level, like that intimacy of. Um, the thing that you're like think like it could be diminutive in an affectionate way, but it's just diminutive in a controlling way in both cases. 
and it's like so overly it's like you know it's such a casual way of um of kind of pushing someone down just slightly you know um or like especially in the case of like needy just like reducing them to like some emotion rather than just being like what does this person actually need and want you know it's like thinking about that you know it's like basically anytime she expresses any kind of like agency like everybody else in the fucking world of that movie like second guesses her and she's the one that ends up in prison and you know it's like yeah um i don't know i like uh i don't know i I like uh that a lot happened in the credits of that too, where she just mm. like kills all the bros in the credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is like some like last temptation of Christ level, like jarring credit business going on. <laughs> like with the last temptation of the credits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, low shoulder. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that? Like, so I know, is that a specific joke or is that some sort of like, what was going what on? What the yeah. fuck is up third with low shoulder? Blind. No, not third eye blind. That's Wait, I'm trying to, I'm trying supposed to, time to be this. a I'm not to very good this name right. for a band. This, the song's kind of good. I was trying to think if I could sing along, if I could remember much of the song, but I can't set the, yeah, <laughs> can you? I can't remember okay. it either. I just remember I was like, oh, weird. The song is good. Like, I felt that way. Like when they were performing it at the, like. You actually oh, it's like sort of, uh, under the Silver Lake. Yeah, I mean they got some good, yeah. actually good tracks on. Well, yeah. like during yeah, during that cults. scene in the bar before they burned down the bar at like well wait, did they burn down the bar? Like, are they in control of the fire? Like what ex- Yeah, I, I think so. So they've already been like doing this? Like they they're wielding some sort of magic already? I think so. I think they hmm. they clearly have dabbled dibble dabbled hmm. because they had like you know, the whole virgin sacrifice thing going. So they've done this before, you think? I feel like they've done something before. I think this was the first virgin sacrifice, but they've clearly done something is how I mean, I it's, it's like conspiratorial toxic masculinity, like yeah. taken to the next step and the next yeah. step and the next yeah, step, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, so like they might with not have like murdered yeah. someone with a, like a sacrificial knife, but they're definitely like, creeps and okay with that and like open about their kind of creepiness um that's true i uh i also like my world has been fucking rocked by uh the whole story violence in the credits of jennifer's body too like just the amazing yeah songs on this like it really captures the tone of what's like good about that movie and what's, what's good about like you know i've just been thinking about the um the way that that begins like sort of like almost like biblically or whatever you know it's like and the sky was all amethyst you know like there's something about like there's something very like new about the like this sort of like 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 gravelly vocals in that too anyway i've just been like deep into into like some courtney love stuff like Mm -hmm. and thinking about that in, in relation like it makes sense that they sort of like put a whole song at the end of Jennifer's body. Oh, yeah, yeah, back to the hole, man. Holy the shit. The hole, another hole. Holy shit. Holy shit. You have, Eric, you just cracked into my void, dude. Did, That's did incredible. I, did I stab you and put you in the hole and then sell your clothes to the pawn shop at the, <laughs> edge, of the, at the edge of the grasses? My, my robe, my plaid robe <laughs> to, the, to the little shop in there. 
<laughs> Such a great video game idea, Oni Baba. I mean, you, you just want to. Oh, I would play hole, that. Tall, tall. <laughs> I mean, like this. And, they, and, and that's the frustration yeah maybe, but the, and there's not, yeah these are horrors but they're not all you know gamified the same way but yeah jennifer's body had like kind of a fun had kind of that same kind of fun vibe of uh how much of how much hell could we try to escape mm-hmm. you know, with each other and and who might be our best partner in the in the in getting there and making a deal with the devil like the idea that mm. you know you can do this horrific thing and and really mm. benefit from it for like a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking this. It's not the same, but I was thinking today. Like, it's like you have this potential to make all of these decisions, and then you make the one decision that you do make, and then yes. and then the outcomes come from that. And yep. it's and it's just like, well, you could choose any of the other nine hundred and ninety nine choices that you could have made in that in that one choice, one moment, right? And uh, so, you know, when we go, we haven't gone out to eat in like two years, but when we would, you know, Lindsay would always say like, what are you going to eat? And I'm like, I'm unpredictable. I'm going to be, I'm unpredictable off the menu. You know, it's just like trying to like get, see if I'm not just a slave to this world, you know, am I just a slave to my own tendencies and my own, you know, or could I actually like surprise my, myself off the menu and, uh, and, and pick something different this time and see what the fuck happens then. But, um, we kind of ran with that. I don't know where that... We got to start a new podcast called <laughs> Off the Menu with Seth Parker. Can I, can, I take, can I take things a little bit further off the menu? And, yes. Because uh, I, I was thinking, I haven't fully sketched out this idea, but you know how, like, so, certain episodes we kind of would come up with who, who's the dungeon uncle of the episodes yeah. or whatever, or like, we do Helen hunting or whatever, yeah. but like, uh, I, wait, what was the other, who's the, um, someone's advocate, uh, d- uh, uh Dorf's advocate. Dorf's yeah. advocate. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was gonna, like, I was thinking about like the wire man of the episode, oh, yeah, which yeah. is like the, the undeniable force that is like just outside of the mm. reality of yep. what you're doing, but that you can perceive him. And I would say, for me, that is this week has been Paul Cathan's um, <laughs> cocaine country dancing, yeah. which was introduced into our lives by Seth Parker and his his no. rippled. No. Whoa, 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 This one was Seth. Lam- this yeah. is Seth Lamon's fault. You better, I, you better give me credit for this shit, oh. motherfucker. No, this all is right, all right. Seth Lamon. I don't know how you did this, and it fit me like it fits me like a glove, though, Eric. You're right. <laughs> Except, except I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm curious about I the cocaine part. File you, but this is this is deep Seth Parker like territory. I thought, <laughs> yeah. But no, like no, now, now things are, are. I mean, this is this is deep Seth territory. But I gotta yes. say, like, I was so I was thinking about like the way in which um, that song is so unapologetically just about like fuck you. I'm doing coke. I'm going yeah. to a dance. Like we're going to do some more, you know? And then like, fuck you. There's nothing else. Like cocaine makes you feel great. Go fuck yourself. And like, yeah, I feel like true. that's sort of the, um, the part of Jennifer that I really liked, you know, mm-hmm. when, yeah. when she, when she was just like, fuck you. Like, you know, like, and I, I felt like it was directed at like, so in a way I feel like Jennifer mm. is the wire man of the episode, but also Paul, Paul Cathan is sort of like the emotional sound to Jennifer. Yeah. Behind yeah. all that, behind the, the, marion- the marionetteer, 
of this whole shit has been. Well, you know, because because if because I guess what I was doing right then was playing Doris Advocate with Jennifer, which I wanted. Like I really am not trying to do this, but it's it's honestly how my brain is working now. Like I was thinking of uh, you got to give it to him too. Yeah. Like the the Paul Caffin song is like you got to give it to fucking cocaine. It gets you real high. Like. And that, that's the pleasure of that song is just having somebody be like, you got to give it to cocaine. You know, it like, inspires no, me. And, yeah, yeah. It inspires me. There's like, you know, Jennifer's so, inspired. Yeah. I mean, she's, Jennifer's she's, inspired. She's, she's lit yeah. up. She's beautiful. The most she's amazing beautiful. haunting smile, you know, of, of blood in a movie that I've seen in quite a long time. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Um, can I just, N- Natalie, I want to, are there, any, what else do you got in your notes? Anything you want to touch on before? I mean, other than my here? diagram where I keep, tr- I try to map out the, uh, Joyla club. Um, I just wondered if there were any like big ideas we haven't touched on that you, well, no, can I, Natalie, could I ask, like, I'm not trying to, I'm not delving, trying to delve too, too much, but with Go the, ahead. you know, I, but I know you're, you're about, you know, your mom and your grandma, very strong people in your life and like uh, with uh, joy love mm-hmm. club like mm-hmm. and we were talking about which which auntie we were and whatever yeah. else it's just been kind of like again haunty it's been haunty for me you know to have to kind of think about uh, uh where, where we were saying which which auntie we were or whatever but again like i was telling y'all like i i had identified like my, i saw my mother like very easily and like in a, a picture out of the lineup you know, pretty easily in this thing. And, uh, and, uh, but I didn't know if it was like you had any, like, just gong sounds, you know, of, uh, clarity with the Joy Luck Club and, um, seeing it again or whatever. If anybody's, ch- if anybody's changed, check it in. I'm checking in. Checking uh, on. Are you, are you I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think. I mean, to the immigrant experience piece of it, which I hadn't thought about much, I think at the time, but I think sort of the inability to communicate with your parent when your parents like first language is not your dominant language, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't think the movie talks about that much, but I feel like it's kind of burbling. No, yeah, it is burbling under there for sure. And yeah, like that idea of expectations and hopes and dreams. But I, I feel like my parents were very chill about that. Like mm. maybe too chill. Um, mm. Yeah, I didn't know if there was any like tiger mom thing, you know, tiger mom thing going on. Or no, I mean, that's... I think you know, I think culturally, there's like I definitely see some similarities. There's just not a lot of room for. Like the sadness is just so internalized, you know, and that idea of mm. generational trauma and mm. like that the cells remember, like I definitely think mm. that that, <sighs> you know, like you can see it like in the movie, like, of course you're, you know, like they talk about the speed, like, you know, I, I had the spirit or like, I, you know, she didn't want to die around her twins because like who wants kids with a ghost mother haunting them. But it's like, Ugh. it's really... You know, that 
by osmosis, we give the people around us our I find our grief, you know, and our trauma, and then we just have to run the race with it. I'll be your fill-in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, oh, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more. 